Hey, true crime fans, welcome back. It's TJ, the weirdo with a beardo for Wings 93, with another episode of True Crime Tuesday, exploring true crimes and unsolved mysteries from across history and across the globe. This week, we explore an extreme and peculiar case of insurance fraud from 1933 in True Crime Tuesday, episode number 99, The Unkillable Man. Currently, the National Association of Insurance Commissioners estimates that insurance fraud costs businesses and consumers over $308 billion each year. Now, committing fraud to make a quick buck certainly isn't a new concept. I mean, it's been around since 300 BC. That's a story for another day. But in 1932, the United States was in the intersection of the Great Depression and the height of Prohibition, so Americans were starving for money, food, and booze. During Prohibition, the production, transportation, and sale of alcohol was illegal, leading to a massive black market for alcoholic beverages and the emergence of secret underground bars known as speakeasies. One of these speakeasies was operating in the Bronx, New York City, was owned by Tony Marino. Now, Tony and his buddies, Joseph Murphy, Francis Pasqua, Hershey Green, and Daniel Crisberg, came up with an idea to solve their money problems taking out life insurance policies on some of the bar's biggest customers, hoping they would drink themselves to death and they could reap the death benefits. After all, he'd already done it to one former patron already. Why not another? So Tony and his associates had befriended a local insurance agent who they bribed to take part in their fraudulent activities, and they took out an insurance policy on a fictional person named Nicholas Mallory. They just had to find someone who could pass off as this fake person. So they scoured the homeless population of New York City in the neighborhood and pinpointed their target, a homeless Irish immigrant named Michael Malloy, a lonely, homeless alcoholic who'd become a regular at the speakeasy with what little money he had. If Tony Marino and his gang were successful, they could stand to cash in on about $3,500 from Malloy's accidental death. That's about $75,000 in today's dollars. Malloy was already down on his luck, He'd lost his job as a firefighter because of his drinking. He'd worked several odd jobs with nothing truly consistent and always seemed to drink away whatever little money he had. He had no known relatives and no one to come looking for him if he disappeared. He seemed to be the perfect target. So, after the insurance policy was in place, Marino offered Malloy an unlimited open bar tab, which he expected Malloy to take full advantage of, hoping Malloy would drink as much as he possibly could ending in death by alcohol poisoning. But, much to the gang's surprise, drink after drink after drink, Michael Malloy didn't die. Instead, at the end of the night, he just got up from his chair, wiped his mouth, and headed out the door. In fact, Michael Malloy kept coming back, time and time again, drinking an endless amount of booze on his unlimited open tab. Now, determined to cash in on the insurance policy, they started poisoning Michael's drinks, First, with antifreeze, then with turpentine, followed by rat poison, pain reliever cream meant for horses, even pure methanol, a distilled alcohol fuel similar to ethanol, but still, Michael Malloy was alive. They even migrated to offering Malloy food that they hoped would kill him, poisoned oysters and fish sandwiches. They put metal shavings and broken glass in sandwiches, hid rat poison in his food. Still, Michael Malloy was alive. Soon, Tony Marino and his gang escalated the situation from simple insurance fraud to attempted murder. One night in the middle of winter, 
Michael Malloy was drinking at the speakeasy on his unlimited tab and passed out drunk, unresponsive. So Tony's men took Malloy outside, laid him in a snowbank and doused him with several gallons of water, hoping that he would eventually freeze to death overnight. But local police found Michael soaking wet, freezing in the snowbank and took him to a local homeless shelter to warm up and get some fresh clothes. The next day, Michael Malloy walked into the speakeasy again, talking of a cool night before sitting down at the bar. Still convinced of cashing in on Malloy's death, one of Marino's henchmen planned to run Malloy over with his taxi in hopes of making it look like an accident and cashing in before the insurance policy ran out. So, one night after leaving the speakeasy, Michael Malloy was hit by a taxi going about 45 miles an hour. But because Malloy was so drunk, he just bounced off the car and slid down the street. A few broken bones and several weeks in the hospital later, Michael Malloy was still alive. And by that point, the legend of Strong Mike, Durable Mike, and Iron Mike, along with other nicknames, began to circulate, and Michael Malloy had become somewhat of a local celebrity. By February of 1933, Marino and his men were furious that Malloy was still alive, no matter what they dosed him with. Even though they wanted to just shoot him by this point, it had to look like an accident. So on the evening of February 23, 1933, Marino's men followed Michael Malloy, attacked him, and dragged him back to the apartment of Joseph Murphy, where they shoved a natural gas line in his mouth and pumped his body full of natural gas until he died, nearly an hour later. Soon after, the gang paid off a local doctor to claim Malloy's death was a result of pneumonia and his body was quickly buried. But the legend of Iron Mike and the unkillable man kept swirling and made its way to the local police, who found it hard to believe that a case of simple pneumonia killed the, quote, unkillable man. So authorities called for Malloy's body to be exhumed and an official autopsy to be performed. Eventually, authorities deemed Michael Malloy's death a homicide by gas poisoning, and the investigation traced back to speakeasy owner Tony Marino and his goon squad, who were eventually taken into custody and stood trial for the murder of Michael Malloy. Eventually, Marino and three of his men, Joseph Murphy, Francis Pasqua, and Daniel Crisberg were sentenced to death by the electric chair, and Hershey Green spent the rest of his life in prison, a deserved penalty for killing the man who simply wouldn't die. And that is this week's True Crime Tuesday story, The Legend of Iron Michael Malloy, The Unkillable Man. Join me each week for more stories of true crimes and unsolved mysteries. We'll see you next time.